When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Brand new drag machine could have gone to Germany. But came to Spurs when Ange made a call. Brand new drag machine, a Romanian machine. He's strong, he's fast, and he's good on the ball. Brand new drag machine could have gone to Germany. But came to Spurs when Ange made a call. Brand new drag machine, a Romanian machine. It's an exciting opportunity for us to now um, sort of set off on a new direction, uh, play football and create an environment that uh, embodies the values and traditions of this fantastic football club. Benton Through for Pedro Toro, and he smashed it in! Oh, that's a great stop from Vicario. And Kurosevsky rolls it in! Lacelso freshly introduced and scoring! Now skipped! Bechaco Romero. He goes flying in again and wins it. Great work from Romero. Could this be a chance for Solomon? That is quite something from James Madison. Hello and welcome to the last word on Spurs, your award-winning Tottenham Hotspur podcast. We are back. Final show of this week. It has been an absolute marathon here on last one on Spurs. And can you believe it? We've only actually just started the January transfer window. It's really, really hard to believe that. It's been, like I say, an amazing week. You heard there on the intro, the wonderful Tilly Winston over at Spurs song sheet. I tell you what, those guys are working overnight to provide you with the songs that you need to go along with our January transfer window signings. I tell you what, the way Spurs are going, Timmy might be left behind at the moment, bud. We might have to keep doing the music because I tell you what, mate, it does non-stop, Tim, right? I might be at your levels of 4am four, four finishes rather than 1am finishes, mate. This level. I tell you what, my man, listen, it is good times. I'm mean, good vibes around Spurs. I tell you what, Joe, you know it sounds mad. It's been a long, long time since I think Wednesday onwards, we've had a feeling like it's around the football club in general. Just there's a real amazing buzz, which I'm sure will be absolutely topped off if we go to Manchester United and we get hopefully a win. Look, it's a great, great time to be Spurs. And look, it's a great time to be welcoming back a lot of our regular returning guests, always familiar faces, always fun, great vibes on last one on Spurs. Chris Zanders is back in the house. Chris, how are you doing? You okay? Yeah, man. I'm buzzing for this. I'm just excited for what's to come to, you know, this club and seeing what you guys are thinking as well. I'm sure it'll be all the same. So yeah, positive. This is going to be a positive show for sure. 
absolutely. Look, it's not often we get a big match preview a day before the game or a couple of days before the game, but we had to come back. There's just so much going on with Spurs right now. Now, we, we have to come back. It means one man's got to come back. And look, last week, he had us in absolute stitches, as he always does. It's always fun and games. And look, the man is a professional. He's knowledgeable. He knows the Italian league. And that's why I've got to get him back on to discuss Radu Dragashin. Will his prediction be just as good as it was for Guelan Vicario at the time? We've got the wonderful Sport Italia's very own, the brilliant journalist, Simone Delumo joins us. Simone, mate, love to have you back on. How are you, my man? Oh, thank you, Ricky. I'm fine. I'm fine. Great vibes. Great way to start the show. So delighted to be, to be back, as always. Mate, listen, pleasure is all ours. It really genuinely is. Look, I've got to say, been a great week as Spurs fans. I know, again, look, some may say we're getting pretty much carried away by the vibe at the moment. I know people are absolutely loving the daily content of last World on Spurs shows. I can tell you, unless something dramatic happens tomorrow, we will be having a day off ahead of Sunday. I've got to take my wife to sushi. Otherwise, guys, it will be the end of what's been a glittering last six, seven years. It's always been happiness, no tears, no... <laughs> I won't go down that route. I really won't go down that route. But listen, we're going to have a day off tomorrow. We're looking forward, of course, to Man United to come. That is what we're back for again. Thank you so much for all the incredible support we've had this week for last word on Spurs. And these wonderful people for giving up, of course, um, a big part of their Friday night. We always appreciate it. But look, we record here on the back of Spurs completing their second signing of the January transfer window. Radu Dragashin has been confirmed as a Spurs player after joining from Genoa. He becomes Ange Postacoglu, as we know, second signing of the window after Timo Werner joined earlier in the week. You know what? I've got to start with you, Simone, my man, because I know many will be waiting to hear what you're going to say on this guy when you take into account just how much you were so high in the praise of Acario, which did split amongst opinions. But um, I think with this one, it feels already fans are getting really on board. I think had the move go the other way in terms of him go to buy and it would have been really really a different mood on last one on Spurs over these last few days Simone give me your thoughts on the signing and just how excited we should be by this I've got to have heard what I did hear about him the guy is called actually nicknamed the train Lee McCoy would love that he's been nicknamed the train by just how quick he can be over a short distance and he absolutely burst through midfield Simone thoughts on the player Wow, what an unbelievable week for Tottenham. First of all, uh, Daniel Levy finally understood that maybe managing to make some deals early in the transfer window is far better than uh, to, to arrive at the, very, at the very end, at the very late, to, to, to manage to strike a deal uh, in a desperate situation. So, what an unbelievable week. Uh, I'm excited as well also for, uh, for Tim Werner, right? because I think that uh, the way Bigenge wants his team to play really fits his characteristics. So I think that Timo Werner as well is a very, very underrated signing. Uh, Radu Dragosin uh, is someone that uh, is angry, he's so passionate. Uh, he can... I've got the feeling that he's going to start at uh, Adult Trafford. He will start from the first minute. He will be in the lineup. I'm really, really curious to see uh, in one week because in one week he, he started his week in Genoa. And then he's going to be playing uh, Premier League, big match, Man United away, Old Trafford, very, very high line for uh, just like uh, Big Angel wants his team to play. So I'm really curious of, to see the impact that he's going to be, that he's going to have in, in, uh, in the team. I've got the feeling that he's going to start the game because uh, today Big Angel confirmed that Kuti Romero is still uh, not available. It's interesting with Romero because, I mean, we do know he's back in training, but I just wonder, like you say there, Simone, 
I mean, yeah, just been very, uh, you know, precautionary in terms of that presser, which we'll come on to, because he has said, you know, he's not fully fit. But I just wonder, you know, and it's been one to spring a surprise recently. Of course, Benton Core in the lineups, as we've saw, Sassin Young, of course, back earlier than expected. I just wonder, you know, I know, of course, there'll be a real eagerness to give uh, Radu his debut. But I do wonder, you know, even if Romero isn't, you know, 110% fit, if he was 99.99% fit, you know, I wouldn't be too surprised at all if he does throw him in. Chris, bringing you into the show. Look, I know you've been absolutely buzzing, I think, since Wednesday because the mood around Spurs has just been absolutely electric. It feels just like the club has been absolutely just lifted from, I wouldn't say a dark place, because we've been absolutely delighted with the way we've started under Ange. But I think the feeling around the football club is that finally Spurs are acting like a big club. They're getting their business done early. We know we've needed players in. And I think when you say to anybody, you know, at the start of a window, to get your two, you'd say, primary targets, which Ange just called them in that press, are done. Isn't it a great feeling, Chris, that we're not here saying, where is this defender? Where is this forward? We can now hopefully see how the rest of January plays out and hopefully get in a central midfielder, which I know many still feel Spurs need. And hopefully opportunities will come up, Chris. It's just all starting to connect together, isn't it? I mean, I said it on the last one as well. It's, it's the fact we're even like getting rid of some players as well. I think that's just as important as bringing in. And I feel, oh, I'm just so excited, guys. And I really like, I, I hate to be so excited for Tottenham, but but for some reason, this feels right finally. I literally didn't never thought from that Poch era that I would ever be so like just love my club and my manager so much um, as I did when I, when Poch was under with us. And now we've brought Ange. And to be honest, I love him more than I did with Poch. So it's just it just they just fit together so perfectly, Tottenham and Ange. And all of this is just now working out. You know the fact that we've got two players now that have come in. And to me, because he reached out to them personally and he wanted those players, it makes me more excited to see what he can bring to these players, what this style of football is going to bring to Tottenham now. Um, And it's only going to be the beginning. This is only the beginning, guys. So, you know, we're even going to see, can't wait to see when Madison comes back, like all of these (laughs) other players, when they come back from injury. It just, I can't even think of where our position would have been if we didn't have these injuries. But it happens. It happens, doesn't it? You know, that is football at the end of the day. So I I say every bloody time on the show, this is our warm up. And I honestly cannot bloody wait for the future with this club and Ange. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to Sunday to seeing what's going to happen. I, I, to be honest, I'm, it's just crazy that we've been so excited with this. this player, because in my honest opinion, I don't really know anyone that's actually watched a full game of him, but we are so excited to see him. It's it's generally though, it's because Ange wanted him. And to me, it's like, if he wants him, he's going to be brilliant under him. So there we go. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you one thing. I know Simone has watched more games to see this guy to be a give us a verdict on, which is why I'm delighted to get Simone back on the panel. We should know. We will know more from Simone. Definitely on the guy. I mean, Tim bringing you in. Mate, what a week you've had. I mean, whilst we've been doing, obviously, of course, our routinely daily shows, you've been in that studio, bless you, routinely whacking up the lyrics. And I know lots of people are already getting on and saying just how much they're loving the amount of output there's been from Spurs song sheets. And I think, again, it's worth saying, Tim, you know, this is what it's about, isn't it? It's about getting those fans together, feeding those songs into you guys and you guys doing the magic and bringing them to where. 
and having them ready for the away day for United, of course, at the weekend. I know many, again, that listen on audio will be getting excited. Too. They've got to learn those lyrics quick, my man, right? They've got to learn them quick ahead of Thanks, Sunday. Man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, thanks for having me on again. Uh, obviously, it's really appreciated. I say it again, I say it every time. The support from you, uh, you know, the other channels, I saw you on um, We Are Top TV the other day. Those guys have been great as well. So it just helps having that platform to get these songs out. The whole idea, as everyone knows, is to get uh, some new songs that are all fan-written to what we do. Everything we do is, is fan-written. Some of them we sort of have to adjust and make it work musically, uh, as in to be able to sing it properly. But, um, yeah, it's just been amazing. I mean, I can't. I might just go home because Christina's just basically said exactly what was in my mind. Um, you can just see this. How, Ricky, how many times I've been she's on here after defeat? She's in the song, she's in your head. <laughs> yeah, she's in my head, man. And um, uh, I've been on here with a glum face because, you know, we lost to Bournemouth because we were going to do some songs. Uh, just some real dark days. And yep. it's, it's that point now, even if we lose, just, it's such a weird thing because you know you're on the right path, don't we? We all think, we all know now, especially after this week, it's just confirmed it. Uh, we're just on the right path. I, for me, the uh, the Dragerson stuff, um, you've sort of mentioned it. What I've picked up this week is the fact that despite his agent's every t- chance to probably be in his ear to say, go to Bayern, go to Bayern, go to Bayern, it, it literally has just gone, no, I'm a man of my word, I want to go. And, so, so, yeah, we've won out in that battle against uh, you know, a German giant offering Champions League football. You just couldn't make it up, could you? Uh, and I, I'm with Christina. I've not seen a full game of this guy. I've seen highlights, and I hopefully will see that on Sunday. But um, it's, I think it's, it's as much getting the player as it is the fact that we're acting like a club that wants these guys. We've gone and got them, and, and yep. they've chosen us. You know, it's, it it just feels very, very, very different. If I'm honest, so um, some of, I think I don't know if it was on your pod, but some have mentioned it was. I think it was the Leeds Spurs mentioned about the the glorious Jedson Fernandez um, from a few years ago. And look at look how far yeah. we've come since then. You know, um, yeah. and, and even the Werner signing. You, you sort of you, you sort of listen to um people in the press and you listen to, to media experts and everyone is starting to like, why have you done that for? But then they sort of change their mind. They sort of think, well, actually it could be absolutely amazing. Like we just don't know, do we? And it's, as you said before, it's, um, it's a no risk gamble. I can't understand anyone that, will, that, that can criticize this signing. It's, 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 it's no gamble. There's not a poro mm-hmm. where we've got kind of lucked out because we, we, we signed him up. Um, he was on an obligation, wasn't it to buy? We signed him as a wing back under Conte that everyone knew was leaving. So that was a risk that's come off and you could argue, half empty, half full, half full, and just turned him into the player he is, right? So yep. what can he do with Werner? It's just it's just exciting. I just want to see the team play again, you know? It's just brilliant. So I, I can't yeah. echo the sentiments that um, Christina says. And it's it just popped up, but um, this is for you, Simone. <laughs> That's my favourite player of the season by a long way, is, is Vicario, because, I mean, <laughs> what a signing. That wasn't planned, by the way, Simone. But you know, just that was that, That's almost like in the spirit, isn't it? He's just there, and there he is again. There he is again. And they kind of nicely I need to text at this point. I need to say thank you to to Big Big to Vero. Yeah. So yeah, I can't just say, you know what? It's just the accent. It's the I say it's the accent. Speaking English as well, better than mine. So, <laughs> you know what's funny? You know, you made that point, Simone. We're gonna for our listeners on audio, actually, like you say there, he does speak really, really good English. Um, Radu Dragashin. And I think again, when you look at what Ad is building there, he was asked that question actually in his presser earlier today that ultimately does he like getting players that have maybe suffered some real setbacks in their career, maybe you know, relegation or have gone for a period of ill form. And Ange said at the time, look, you know, a lot of our players come from different periods of their career, different stages of their career. But um, I think it's really interesting, Simone. Tell me what you feel in terms of Spurs getting the player now at this point, because we have to remember, he has only just recently obviously been promoted with Genoa. And ultimately, look, a move to Bayern would have maybe again represented a different challenge. I think he may have actually been further down the pecking order 
than what he would have been at Tottenham. So, I mean, I'm really intrigued to know what you make of the signing for you, Simone. And I have to also ask if you don't mind commenting about his agent, who, um, look, I'm a talker, I'm a waffler, but um, I don't know anyone that's been like that since the 1st of Jan and just absolutely gone off and tried to sell him to Real Madrid before he's even put a Spurs shirt on. So I'm really intrigued to know, Simone, firstly on the player, um, what kind of player are Spurs getting? I think that's what a lot of people want to know out there. Yeah, first of all, I'm not a big fan either of the of, of his agent because he clearly loves to talk a lot. Uh, but first of all, I rather uh, we need to uh, we need to start from the fact that uh, Bigangi is so persuasive in terms of uh, attracting players to to join to join Tottenham, and we need to to state and to. Uh, to admit that Rado was uh, was really uh, good in terms of uh, keeping his word, keep, keeping his word that he gave to to Bigad. So yeah, even if Bayern Munich came late, he decided to to keep his word and to join uh, to join Tottenham, a club that uh, at the moment uh, is not gonna give him uh, from the start uh, a place in the starting line because uh, when they they are all fit. Of course, the the couple of the starters are is uh, uh, Cody Romero and Mickey Van de Ven. So it's not gonna be uh, an easy approach. But he's so hungry, he's so passionate. He can uh, he can play in the very high line of uh, Big Edge. So <clears throat> I'm expecting really a good deal. And uh, when we were talking about last time about the the squad depth, I think that it's the right profile. It's the right deal. They they studied him very very well. He improved a lot. He's got the same uh, evolution of Cuti Romero, no? because he started uh, from Juventus. Juventus was the first big team in Italy that decided to go to the Romanian football and bring this such a young guy. Giorgio Chiellini clearly said that, uh, the Italian legend, Giorgio Chiellini, clearly said that some years ago, uh, if one day uh, Radu Dragosin would be able to do some aspects of his game, he can be a top, top, top defender. He could become a top top defender, and maybe now Radu Dragosin is on the right track. Then, of course, thirty million pounds. I think that in England are not so so many. In Italy, no one could afford to spend this amount of of money. So he wanted to to go to London. He wanted to to taste the Premier League. He was dreaming about joining an important club like Tottenham in the Premier League. So he made his choice. You know what's interesting, Simone? I'm going to get your point on it. I'm taking it. Obviously, he comes to Spurs. We know in a couple of familiar faces, of course, Benson Cool, Kulisevsky. We've all seen that picture trending online. Just how much, Simone, do you think that's going to really help him settle by having those familiar faces at the football club already? And you add to that, of course, uh, Destiny, of course, he's obviously been in Serie A, as has been, obviously, Vicario as well. Does it just help having familiar faces around that ultimately would have played against in Serie A and also prove those previous teammates in Kulisevsky and Benson Cool? Yeah, yeah, because now he needs to adapt. He needs to adapt not just in a new league, in a new life, because London is clearly very, very different from Genoa. So uh, he needs to adapt. He needs to adapt and it helps. It clearly helps to have uh, some familiar places uh, uh, who he used to play with at the Juventus times when he was uh, very, very young, just like uh, the, the ones that you spelled. So Dejan Kluzewski, Rodrigo Betacur. And um, it helps also the fact the values that Bigenge is trying to install into this group of players. I heard many comments, and it's true. Uh, Bigenge wants these family feelings towards the players. And this is something that uh, 
Spurs really need to discover again since the Pochettino's times because the years under Jose Mourinho and Antonio Conte these terms were not so good. So it's important to build an environment to be happy to go to work, to be happy to go to Oxford Way, to be happy to, to stay together, to fight together. This is what it means to become a very, very important group of players, a very, very important team. Look, I agree. I think, again, when we talk about pure excitement, I mean, Anne just said on the player that he's hoping he will, fingers crossed, get that work permit ahead of Manchester United on, of course, Sunday for Spurs, which is a huge, huge game. And we're hoping that, obviously, of course, he will get that confirmed. Um, look, again, we're going to play that out for us as an audio in the ad break. You, when you hear from Gagashin's interview, it really screams out again just how much the and Paul really, really did take effect, Chris. You know, we say it before about how much a manager is really having a real impact. And you know what I love about Ange? He really has been playing it down because he was asked what it took to persuade him. And he said, look, I don't try and sell anything. It's just a conversation with Timo the same as well. It's just a conversation about what I believe in my thoughts on the players, where I see them fitting in and trying to create a picture in their heads about what they'll encounter when they get here. And then them trying to build and the rest is up to them. Part of them, and for me, is that what is key is they want to come to the football club I'm not going to bend their arm or try to convince them. Part of it is getting them excited about coming to us. And I think that is his real genuine quality, isn't it, Chris? You know, he has got a way about him, Ange, that whatever he's saying to these players, they are excited to come to the point now where you've got players turning down German giants by Munich, which I don't think you can get away from that fact, you know, <laughs> and bearing in mind the recent history of Bayern, we won't go there because that will be another conversation. It's lovely to come out on top of this deal and feel... We've had the real rubber the rubber the green on this one, Chris. Right? It's incredible when Ange comes knocking, no one turns him down. It's it's unbelievable what what he's doing. I mean, we've heard it from his press conferences. You know how honest he is, how humble, down to earth. And I think what with Ange is you know how much he truly loves football, and I think that's what it drags these players in and, you know, the fact that Ange believes in himself, it makes the players believe in themselves as well. And, you know, you can just see it, how much it's completely changed, like all of our players. So no wonder why there is people that are, you know, wanting to come. I don't, I, I, I want to work for Ange. Like, and literally he can convince me anything in this world and I would believe him it's just truly um, unbelievable I'm just so happy that we've got him I really can't like stress that anymore it's 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 really unbelievable but the fact that this guy has even turned down Bayern Munich is just even you know it's just so beautiful with after everything that we've gone through with them and now obviously like Dyer's now gone there as well which I do by the way really hope the best for that guy because I've said it previously you know he's full commitment to the team. So I do always wish him the best 100%. But he was one of those players, again, that just, he needed to have a new chapter. And I felt like when you've got these players still lurking around in the team, it kind of drags us down a little bit. So it was just, it's just all worked out perfectly. And the fact that this has all been done early and nice, like, this is great. And the thing is, it's not the end. So there's still plenty of time for other transfers to come in. Who knows? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling confident about all of this because we're yeah. obviously clearly we're going out there noticing these players of who Ange wants and we're getting them. Um, and I know it sounded a bit negative with the, you know, um, with 
Dragusin. Sorry if that's not um, if I'm not um, saying it correctly. Shin. If there's any, if Shin. there's any, um, I think it's is that terrible? Sorry, Dragushin. Dragushin. Mm. Sorry. Um, so yes, um, you know, I, I kind of felt quite confident that we were still going to get him, and waking up to that news on Wednesday was just it, it just complete. Yeah. It just I, I felt complete, and I was so buzzing for the Man United game because. That we were going to have, we were going to struggle there completely. Um, and now we've got this guy come in, and I just, I, f I feel like we're really, truly starting to finally behave like a big club, like you said, Ricky. So, yep. is this really the beginning for you know? I, I don't know, but I, I'm yep. truly excited for this. I really, truly am, and every fan should be as well. And I think we should give full credit to everyone at the club, you know, because top's bomb. Spot on. It, 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 you know, this is this is what we've been bleeding out Ask for, before. and it's finally yeah, yeah. happened. <laughs> again, I think we must make that point. You know, we don't want to be accused of being happy, clappy here. Look, it is one window in you know a long, long time in which I think Spurs fans will feel finally we're getting our business done, and this can't just be the start and then that's it. It's got to be consistent. It's got to be regular. You know, we have to have a feeling where Ad is being back, not just for one window, but for, for ten or eleven or however long the man is here for. I think that is what's really, really key in relation to the fact that there is that excitement there because ultimately we finally see the manager given to some degree what he wants. You know, in the last couple of years, we've had club signings forced upon managers, of course, the likes of Jed Spence, the likes of Arnold Danjuma, who clearly weren't the players what Conte wanted. And before that, same as Jose as well, with no disrespect. Of course, Joe Roden wasn't a player that Con wasn't a player that Jose identified. And I don't think even Sterling Bergvine was as well, which again just tells you really that if a manager is not being given his own players and his own identified players to work with, then quite honestly, it's always going to be difficult then for a manager to feel he's got his own team. But Andrew's getting there. He most certainly is. Tim, to bring you in if I can, he was asked, Ange, what are Dragosheen's best qualities? He said, look, we've been working on that centre-half position now pretty much since the summer window closed. There's been a whole list of players that we worked through methodically. A lot of the work that has been done by the scouting department was then done, and Johan and Rob McKenzie came to see me, and the team started working into further detail. They presented it to me probably about six weeks ago. From then onwards, Radu was always on the radar as one of the players that we thought would be a good option for us. Then it was about getting as much information as possible on him as a player and also as a person. We spoke to as many people as possible about him and had him scouted again and again. And I've been following him since we highlighted him. And in my mind, we got down to the real detail. I thought he was the best option for us. Before the window opened, we made that decision. Radu would be our number one priority. I like his defensive attributes, his physical attributes. I think there's still a lot of growth in him, a lot of improvement in him. He's only 21. He's only had one year in Serie A, not even a full year. And he fits the profile of the kind of players we want here. And isn't it great, Tim, to hear a manager say, that was my priority signing and he's got him. How great is that, Tim, to hear? It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, the, th the thing is, you just sort of look at it like that. You can just see a plan, right? It, the problem is just like, excuse my French, we're pissing in the wind a little bit. So, so you look at the previous two managers, and I think the club have got this. They're kind of gone, right, we need a win now, manager. Poch didn't work. And then they don't back them because they're like, well, we know you're going to be here for like two years because that's the history of each of those managers, right? With Jose and, um, Jose and Conte. And now I think they're backing him because they're thinking, we can see the future. I can see the pattern of, of where we're going to go to. And what Ange wants, he gets, right? And he, and yeah, I just, the, the scout, again, scouting department, Paratici, the lot, you, you've got to give them some credit because, yeah, look at our, those signings. They've not gone for mass money, have they? But we look at the state of our team this, at the start of the season. People are saying, you're going to do well to finish eighth or ninth. 
And um, we've just hit the ground running and it's just shocked everyone, hasn't it? And um, you've got to give credit to the club, to the scouts, because they're finding these players that, let's be honest, I mean, I'm sure in the football circles, everyone's sort of heard of them. A lot of people haven't outside of that, or if you don't follow football too much. Uh, yeah, and I'll put myself in that category. I've never heard of this guy. So, um, and it's the fact that you can then take these players and mould them. So, so there's no scar tissue. There's no like, you know, you look at our previous team under, under Poch. We tried to sort of continue that team far too long. Lost a lot of finals, got the Spursy tag. I mean, where, where's the Spursy tag now? It might come back to bite me, that comment, but the, the players are just, it's, it just feels like a whole new beginning, doesn't it? You know, yeah. it just feels like, and, and, do you know, if, if we are Spursy again, it, you can't call it Spursy. It's, it, it's a different mentality now. And um, I just think it's great. And it's just it's just the fact that it feels like we've got a manager that's leading the club rather than the club leading the manager now. Um, and I, I, it's just like, like Christine, I'm just absolutely buzzing. And I'm, I'm not usually like this. I'm usually, you know, we're 3-0 up. I still think we're going to lose 4-3. So and we might do that on Sunday. But that's in a weird though, way, all, I think we're always going to be like that, unfortunately. I know that. And, and I've heard you know, me and Chris speak you know, quite a lot out of, um, out of last world of Spurs. And like, I've heard her say this a million times. Like This season is a build-up season. And I completely agree with her. Because mm. anything we get this season for me, from where we were to where we are now, it, it's just unfathomable to think we've come this far as in yep. the way we're playing, which is the, the the main thing for this season. The way we needed to play needs to be attacking Tottenham football, as you, as you call it, and eventually we've got there after four years. So people will probably, although no one really wants another project, will accept it because we can see the progress and we see the blueprint. And um, and it's just a free hit for me this year. So yeah, I, God forbid we do go out the FA Cup, it'll be a cracking game of the way. Even if we do, I'm still like, do you know what? That's just a tough draw, and like you just got to take on the chin. Oh, Tim, sorry, um, mate. I, I I have a, such a good. Feeling I know, I know, I know. I've such a good feeling about it. I have such a good feeling about it. I don't know why. Mate, McQueen I, I said this. If it, was, if it was away, if it was away, I, I wouldn't fancy it. But at home, under lights, I just Friday yeah. night now. I, I know. I know what you're saying. I don't want to build everyone's hopes up, but um, yeah. especially yeah, off the back of these signs, the momentum that gives. And it's one thing I, I did mean, want to yeah, say. Yeah. I wrote it down. Great word, momentum. It's, it, so the, true. The, the biggest thing, if I could just so, so it's getting rid of uh, uh, getting Dragashin's great, right? Yep, Dragashin. Sorry, but it's what that says to other players. So we, yeah, awesome. a player has chosen us over Bayern that offered a lot more money. It wasn't the case. There's a lot more money. His agents in his ear going, just go to Bayern. You know, Kane's at Bayern and he's chosen Tottenham. And you've just got to see that. Other players, are going to, Madison's chosen it and obviously loves the club. You can just see it. Um, when he's like shaking the hands of the players before the game, uh, before the last game. That's got to have an effect on the other other good you know, up and coming players that want to play attacking football, and everyone wants to play that way because that's how we were taught as kids to play. So oh, I just man. think it's a, it's a it's a bigger thing than just actually yeah. signing him. It's him choosing Tottenham, and if you were to play a situation out, it couldn't have gone any better if you if you tried. And the, and that Bayern Munich um, Twitter site saying, "Oh, we yeah, we were going to get our second choice, but we ended up with getting." Uh, just it's just so funny, isn't it? I just, yeah, you yeah. just got to love that sort of stuff. It's you have got to love it. I mean. It's the moment to close this section with you because we've got to look ahead to Man United. Give me your verdict, Simone. Look, you were very, very strong on Vicario and said, look, from day one of that guy joining the club, you said you've got a very good goalkeeper, very capable goalkeeper. And you know, mate, that those words that left your lips were then hung onto by many, many Spurs fans. And those Spurs fans, in the corresponding weeks of Vicario playing for Tottenham, they said, get Simone back here right now. <laughs> I get that guy back in the love him and how much he was right. I mean, how do you feel, Simone, just on Radu Dragashin? I want to ask you a question. Do you honestly feel that we are going to see this guy really, really stamp his authority on this Spurs side? And dare I say, 
make himself an actual first team regular because there's genuine competition there that I feel is needed in that Spurs team. You know, the likes of Romero, we've seen a bit of discipline from him in the past. Um, I don't know whether that's going to really maybe up his game now. I know he's got someone breathing down his neck. The dragon, the dragon breathing down his neck. How much do you think that's going to really spur him on, pardon the pun there, Simone? Uh, when Vicario taught them, I clearly said that he was a, becoming a monster. He was a monster, so he was already for me in my, in my mind, a top, top, top keeper. Um, Raduragusin, uh, I'd like to be more, uh, more quiet. Very, very good fit. Very, very good profile. Very, very uh, good deal. Just 21 years old, but uh, let me have the chance to see him playing the Premier League because Premier League with Big Ange is totally another sport. Because in Italy, Serie A is not as fast as the Premier League. Serie A is a low game, many low blocks. Now he needs to to play as a center back in a back four, not in a back three. And uh, when you've got we began many, many pitch behind you. So I want, I want to see him, but I'm uh, pretty sure that it's going to be a, a very, very good signing. And definitely it's going to have uh, great potential. Amazing. Simone, like Vicario, we're going to hold those words very, very close to our heart. And absolutely no pressure, mate. If he turns out to be a dud, we're coming for you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, what we are going to do, we are going to go for our first break of the show for our listeners and audio. Take into that break. It is time for a bit more of the wonderful... Just, uh, just, before you, just before you play that, oh, so, so this is a bit of a disclaimer, right? So this this has actually nothing to do with song sheets this song. So this is me oh, right, and I've okay. got to give a shout we'll out. This to, one, uh, we'll this one, to, we, we, this is a bit of a... It's a work in progress, this one. So this is me and, me and at Henners on Twitter. So you know who you are and I know who's watching. So, so we will take full blame for this if it fails. But we wrote this about 5am on New Year's Day because we were just WhatsApping each other, as you do at 5am on WhatsApp New Year's Day. And um, it just, it just, the song just came into his head. Again, it's not meant as a chant. It's just, if you think about the uplifting mood at the moment, that's where we're going mm. with it. If you like it, there's a lyrics missing. So put, by all means, again, at Spurs Song Sheets, at uh, Tim oh. underscore Insta. But please, please send us some different lyrics if you think they're horrific. But, um, oh, I'm a bit confirm, like, are, you, are you using but, the award-winning last one as well as some kind of trial run? What's going on here? I am. This is, this is an absolute trial. No, no, this is... Just, I, I recorded this last night. We were still writing it yesterday at four o'clock in the afternoon. So if it what fails, actually, what actually bloody me. cheat, Chris? Eh? What a cheat! Last one. I'm so nervous. Unbelievable. Ricky, Ricky, it's, an, it's an exclusive. It's an exclusive, <laughs> mate. That's what I look at, right? Oh, look at this man, entrepreneurial, isn't he? Entrepreneurs exclusive <laughs> now, is it? Listen, the top man, Timmy Winston is going to take you into this midway break of the show. Thank you so much. It's for about Vicario. It's about Vicario. It's That's about why Vicario's Venom, there, Vicario. Simone smiling. We're going to take you into that break with this. We'll be back after this very, very short break. <laughs> Never heard of your name until the day Pasta Coglin made a call to Italy Now your saves are of addiction Our defense is getting strong We hope that you, you'll stay forever We'll sing your song Sing your song Venom, 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 Vicario Our man in gold Who saves the girls Loving you is easy, you're the keeper of my dreams 
Crackers here with your 2024 Legends event update. Thursday the 7th of March at Tillswood Golf Club in Surrey. Echo 61.co.uk have England legend Stuart Pearce. Friday the 8th and Saturday the 9th of March. Sandro is appearing in Limavady and Dublin respectively. That's Emerald Spurs events across the socials for tickets. Worcester Spurs at Worcestershire County Cricket Club. They have Harry Redknapp on Thursday the 14th of March. Friday the 15th of March at Dartford FC South East Thames Spurs have Paul Stewart and Paul Walsh. H2O Legend Events.co.uk for tickets there. Monday the 18th of March Sporting Experiences.co.uk have Glen Hoddle at the Wylots Theatre, Potters Bar, Hertfordshire. And finally, Friday the 22nd of March, Close Encounter dot events have Harry Redknapp at the Penridge Suites, Arnest Grove, North London. So there's your update at Mr Cracknell across the socials for further info. Cheers. What do you want, Tim? I actually really enjoyed that. I thought that was really, really good. I think that was the missing Rick, I'll tell you. We are back here in Last One on Spurs. Again, thank you so much for joining us. You're award-winning Last One on Spurs. We're joined by the brilliant Timmy Winstone over at Spurs Songs. You heard there during that midway break of the show. We're also joined by the brilliant Christina Zandes and returning to the panel. Look, they don't do them like this, man. We've got the wonderful Simone Delomo back, of course, on Last One on Spurs. I've got to say, there's always fun and games when this man is on. It is always a joy. The comments are always so happy, so positive. <laughs> So optimistic when Simone is here. I don't know what this man does to the comments. He transcends them with absolute spirit and belief and hope as to what's going to happen to Spurs. And why not? Spurs, of course, two signs in the bag so far during this January transfer window. Venom Macario there, you obviously hear him during that ad break there for the wonderful Timmy Winstone. And look, that man has been absolute venom. And we hope his form is going to continue. Just like Simone said from the start, from the start, my man, back in July, August, 
that he would. Look, one man that, interestingly, I feel, again, Timo Werner, there's been a real good welcome to him at Spurs. And, you know, I'm sure Tim will be part of that welcoming party that we've seen there already. Spurs song shit have got their song out for him. It is Werner on the dance floor. We're hoping all the rock to that, of course, comes Sunday afternoon, evening. He was asked, Dan's what he makes, of course, of getting Werner. He said, look, we thought it was a good opportunity for us when it was presented to me before the new year. We knew that Sonny was going to go away for a short period. We felt like we needed another player in that final third. And while centre-back was the priority, if an opportunity came up to move in an area that we felt we could, we wanted to do it fairly quickly. After a good chat with Johan Langer about it, I thought Timo would be a really good fit for us stylistically. He certainly has all the kind of attributes we look for, a player in that space. He can play in all three positions, so that's some real depth and some quality for us in that front third. And again, after I had a chat with him, he's really motivated, really likes the opportunity at Tottenham. It can give him, in terms of where he's at his career, a really, really good opportunity before the Euros as well. He was asked, would he play on the left or through the middle when he's pressed out? He said, look, I think part of the attraction is that he can play left, right or through the middle. And with Sonny away, we saw a fairly extensive injury list. And we've used Decky, of course, in the wide areas and in the midfield. I just think Timo gives us that flexibility to play anywhere they're depending on the game. We can change it mid-game. And that was part of the appeal. He is equally comfortable in all of those areas. Before we discuss Man United, guys, very, very quickly, Simone, let me come to you. Timo Werner, I think we did touch upon it on the last show. He's settled in really well at Spurs already. You can see again already the guy is very much well-liked in that dressing room. Have you got some real high hopes for him in terms of now and the rest of the season about what this guy can contribute to that Spurs side? <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Uh, it's a win-win game, this one. This deal between Tottenham and Leipzig. Because he's just along it without any kind uh, of uh, mandatory option at the end of the of the end uh, the long spell. There is a buy option, yes. It's, it's going to be around uh, maybe 17, 80 million pounds. But uh, an amount of money that Spurs uh, is ready to 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 pay if Timo will be will be a, a success. I think that uh, uh, Spurs fans need to be as happy as they are for Radu Dragusin, also for Timo, because it really fits a lot the characteristics of the way Biganje was his attacking line to play. So I'm I'm really delighted to to, to see Spurs having uh, buying this kind of um, of, uh, of option because three years ago, guys, he clearly smashed Tottenham by himself. When he was playing uh, the last 16 against uh, Jose Mourinho's side uh, in 2019-2020 before the COVID break, and uh, I think that uh, he's angry because he wants to show to the whole country, to the whole Premier League, that he's not the kind of player that he seems to be at Chelsea. Even if at Chelsea, everyone on the social networks, everyone is taking jokes about uh, his mistakes, but in 58 appearances, maybe he scores. 23 and he made uh, 21 assists. So he produced, however, he produced not in a, on a system that was easy for him. Was easy for him because also Romelu Lukaku struggled a lot in that system for Thomas Tuchel. So I think that uh, it's going to be another uh, another important option in terms of having that squad depth that Big Engine was asking. So I'm. I'm really expecting him, of course, to make his debut at Old Trafford. I don't know if he's going to be playing from the start. I don't know if he's going to start the game. But, of course, I'm expecting him to be already fit to play maybe in the second half against Manu. Yeah, man. Look, again, I think uh, 
Ange did go a bit further in that presser. He expanded and said on the tough time he's had at Chelsea, look, I don't look too much into that. When we're talking about bringing players in, for me, it's to see what they're doing and playing them in the team we've got right now. And I want to create, if I do see them from a football perspective, it's about understanding where they are in their lives and career. Obviously, Timo was at a point where he was looking for something to change. And there was a possibility that moving was one of those options. It's about where he is at now. What happened in the past is not really relevant. He's at a good age. He's motivated. He's got national team aspirations. He wants to play at the highest possible level. And this football club most certainly offers him the opportunity to do that. He was also asked about the fact that Werner had 16, 16 disallowed goals at Chelsea. And he was asked, is that bad luck? Or can you improve that? Look, he said, again, that's not the way I look at it. I'm looking at today, what he can give us, not something that happened three or four years ago. I just don't think it's relevant. I dare suggest he's a different player. He's certainly a different person. We all, with more experiences, evolve. We grow in many senses. There's more maturity. He's at a different stage probably now of his life. So I don't look at it that way. What I've got to look at is if we bring Timo in, can he contribute to the side we have today and the way we play? Provided his motivations are right, I saw that an opportunity was us and him there together to use his platform to help provide him and improve his goals. Now, Ange was asked finally on that presser in relation to the fact about speaking to the club with regards to getting business done early and how important it is that he's managed to get two in the door so early. He said, look, I think I spoke about it here from the very start. If we could do things early from our perspective, it's easier than said done because we might have a desire to do things early. You've always got parties that agree to that clubs and players. It's not easy necessarily to get business done early. The key thing was from the chairman to Johan and his team and Scott, we're all very aligned in what we want to do and we've got our targets early. So it wasn't a matter of chasing too many things down. And that really brings up a comment that Chris made earlier, that the fact that at the moment, it does feel across the whole club, there is really that feeling of alignment. And I'm not just saying on the back of this week, but it does feel at the moment. And again, I totally understand there's still many out there that have their um, issues and anger with Daniel Levy that some will never feel he's the right man to still be the chairman of the football club. And look, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, absolutely rightly. But um, what you can't disagree with the fact that Simone did pick up on as well in the summer is that the recruitment Spurs did then and what they're doing now is most certainly on an upward trajectory. And there is a feeling that at the moment, the players that are being brought in are not being brought in just on their ability. They're being brought in based on their character, their personality, their traits. And those traits are very similar to the way Ange Postacoglu wants to work and wants to see this side line up. And again, there's no doubt about it. I think a lot of us have now gone from, with no disrespect, to not really feeling much of an affinity with a lot of these players now to actually loving so many of these players from 1 to 11 to hopefully 1 to 15 to 20, there is just a real genuine feeling now around the whole squad that there's a real love for a lot of those players. And that has genuinely come in the last five, six months. And as Chris has said on the show numerous times, we are only at the start. We're only at the beginning. And I think that is so critical. And again, I'll put to the point, you know, when Tim does create those moments of brilliance in terms of the music and brings that into the stadium. You know, that gets everybody together. It creates memories. It creates moments. Don't discount how important those songs are. The players hear all those songs. We know that for a fact. Tim gets that feedback as well from players. We know James Madison's heard, of course, the dart song. And look, players love that. They love hearing their own songs being sung by the fans. So I've got to say, look, it's a really tremendous time right now to be a Spurs fan. Um, he was asked finally, Ange, is he done in terms of the market? He said, look, we'll see. We had some pretty clear objectives, but we've ticked them off for now. We're still, I think, as I've said in every window, looking at opportunities. If there's an opportunity to get better, we'll take it. What we're trying to do 
is achieve and going into the windows, players that can improve us. I'm pleased we got players in. I think there'll be a really important part for us in the second half of the season and beyond that. And he's absolutely spot on because, of course, where we are now for Tottenham, it comes in a period where we've got a couple of really, really big games for the football club. You know, when you consider the fact two games against Manchester sides that obviously with United and where Spurs are in the league with them at the moment, there's an eight-point gap at the moment. Um, and when you look at the fact that Spurs have stretched up to 11, that could really, you've got to say, maybe put that out of sight for United to try and retrieve that gap back, given the fact, I know, again, we're mid-season, but you never know. I mean, I just want to ask you, Tim, looking at United now, Tim, how important is this game in the context of where the two clubs sit in the Premier League? Eight-point gap. You feel if Spurs go to United and win and make it 11, that's a huge, huge, I believe, statement. But I've said it before. I said on the BBC earlier today that my only concern with Spurs and general with Tottenham is that I thought we play a lot of the actual names rather than the teams. And what I mean by that is Stamford Bridge, Anfield, Emirates, of course, Old Trafford. For some reason, we go up to these clubs and we have a mentality block in relation to trying to get over the line. And I think I'm hoping Ange will be able to break that mentality block. But do you see this, Tim, as a real, real good indicator of just how far Spurs have come under Ange? Because United are not the United of 10, 15 years ago under Fergie. You know, whilst they have got quality players, they're not a team like Tottenham. They haven't really got a style of play. They haven't really got a philosophy. Do you feel, Tim, if Spurs go up there and get a result, this is going to really make you believe we're on to something special here? Uh Firstly, because your, I agree with your comments you just said, uh, I'd say it did. It used to be like that because um, you take City away this year. I mean, I know it weren't great first half. We could have been 5-0 down, fair play. But second half, in in the past, we'd have just we'd have lost that game 3-0 and we had a go. So I, even I, Arsenal away, I'll give you another example this season. Who, who in their right mind thought we were going to go there and, and have a right go at them? And, and we did. We pushed them back, didn't we, quite like that game. So I, I do feel that I'm not saying it's already changed. It's changed. It's evolving, is it? It's changing. But our, our style of play at these grounds, because I completely agree with you, and I can't wait for Stamford Bridge, by the way, um, it, it is changing. And I, I, I feel, yeah, you look I, look, I saw the injury list today, right? So it's great. And I'm not trying to be negative or anything, but we are missing a lot of players, whether it's suspension, you know, injuries or, or, or the uh, the cups abroad. Um, it's, I, I can't give an answer because I just don't know what United's going to turn up. It's just they're so hit and miss, aren't they? They they could easily go and you know maybe maybe get the early goal, win two 0 I, I could see us winning four 0 I could see us winning four 0 Honestly, it's just crazy. I I do I do agree though. If we were to go there with the injuries we've got, with the suspensions we've got, with those that are missing, the good feeling we've got of these two signings, and God forbid they you know they both they both play at some part of it. Uh, if we get a result there, I mean, it, it knocks United out for, for, for top four or five, whichever, whichever look, look at it for me. There's already a big gap, isn't there? Um, but it'll yeah. be it'll be a statement win, won't it? I, I see where you're going for it. It'll oh. be a statement win. If we were to do that, and to be fair, yep. you know, we can't change the injuries. We can't change suspensions. We can't change players that have gone to, gone to uh, AFCON and what have you. But, we, you know, we've got two signings and, and given a great feeling to the fans. We go there with so much confidence, don't we? We know Madison's coming back. He's getting training. Uh, is it next yep. week he's back in training? Uh, I mean, all this stuff kept coming out this week. I'm like, Chris, I'm like, go, you can't give me more good news. Something's going to go wrong you in a minute. You know, and then Madison's training. Just... I've got to say, too, you know, that, that Wednesday was like Carlsberg, wasn't it? You wake up, right? You get the news that um, Dragasheen is coming to Spurs. You then get the news Eric Dyer's yeah. going to Bayern. 
You then get the news that yeah. also apparently reportedly Tungyun Dombala is staying at Galatasaray. And I you're just... thinking, you know, you're waking up, you're thinking, is this real? Like, am I like in some kind of time warp here? Like at some point, I don't want to, I was worried about, I'll be honest with you, I was worried about going to sleep that night thinking, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually scared to wake up and think this isn't real. It was just like you, unbelievable. Ricky, are you, tr- are you trying to tell me you go to sleep? You don't go to sleep. I speak to <laughs> it two in the morning. I know you're, you're still doing the show. It's fine. But the only way I'm doing it in my head at the two in the morning, the show. I'm still doing the yeah. show at the two in the morning in my head. <laughs> Mate, do you remember 2012, the, the, the golden hour at 2012, when we kept it just one after the other? It was just like a, a snowball effect. That's what that, that day was like. And it, we, we've not even played a game. It's only like sign ins. We haven't actually played a game of football, but it just felt so positive. Um, because you, you're right, and then again, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they just, you know, had had they uh, had we lost that on Radish, uh, uh, Dragushin, sorry, I'm sure they would have chucked out that Madison news straight away to try and deflect a bit away from it. But um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it, it would it would be a statement win, and it'd be yep. it's probably the most intriguing game of the season for me. That I, I, they've been great all season, but because we've not played awesome. for a while, we. We yeah. made these two signings. I mean, just I just want to see, I just want to see what Team Avenger is going to do because no one knows, do they? Like you just and you can't yeah. judge him on this because Ange hasn't had any time to work with him. I and mean, you look what he's done with Poro and these other yeah. players. But I just I just can't wait for that game. And it's a four thirty on a Sunday. I've, I've already booked out the pub. It's, it's all good. I've got like a proper like uh, boys afternoon book for this one. So um, yeah, I can't I can't wait, mate. I can't wait. But like, don't push me the result because that's can't. <laughs> I must just say, Kamari, you, Simone, there's many saying, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, and don't say this. But I've got to ask you, Simone, if... <laughs> I know, I can hear Anthony Costa going... Uh, the thing is, I can hear Anthony Costa going, no, Rick, no, Rick, shut up, Rick, don't say it, Rick, don't say it, Rick. <laughs> um, if Spurs do beat Manchester United, they go to within, I believe, three points of leaders Liverpool, Simone. I mean, again, we talk about mentality and we talk about moments in which you've got to say that can really make a season really turn into a real genuine belief. And we know, of course, we've got that huge game to come in the FA Cup against City. You guys don't need me to say you like a broken record, how big that game is to me. It feels like, and it is, the biggest game of our season. But someone I want to ask you, you know, if Spurs do beat Manchester United away, do you genuinely feel Spurs are on to something very, very special this season? I don't want. I don't want to answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think to be honest, I think that the, the title dream is all about uh, Man City, Liverpool, and maybe still Arsenal. But Spurs have got this season huge chance to to finish back into the top four because uh, Newcastle are struggling, Manu are struggling. Yes, of course, there is Unai Emery that is doing uh, wonderful things at, at Villa Park. But of course, sports are there. Sports are there, and they can manage to finish into the top four. And don't forget the fact that maybe, maybe also the fifth spot will be enough to finish into the Champions League at the end of the season. So, this is another point that we, we've got to underline. So, maybe this season we've got a huge chance to, to be back into the Champions League, definitely. But the most important thing, guys, is the way began just developing this project because he is still leading the foundation of this football club. So this is, has to be the most important thing. Next season, maybe we will be uh, even better. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Do you know what? It's one of those games, Chris, where we sat before about United that ultimately, you know, Spurs have got up there in the last three, four years and had genuine belief that they can get a result. We've been outdone by the Ronaldo show, the Bruno Fernandes shows. I mean, there's been some really good Spurs teams that have gone up there under Conte, under Mourinho, where United haven't been in good form at all. And they've still got results. So that is the only thing that worries about me, United. There's such an unpredictable, such an inconsistent side that genuinely, 
you just don't know what United are going to turn up. So how do you feel, Chris, heading into this fixture against United for you? Yeah, it's like, it's always that moment where, you know, United seem to be dropping off and then we, we go and play them away and then make them look absolutely sensational. But uh, I think, you know, I'm just praying like with now with all the things that are happening now at the moment, um, I'm sure the team are absolutely buzzing as well with even these signings. Just all the high spirits. I'm just hoping that they go out there and they believe in themselves and they, because realistically, we should be beat them. I, I, you know, I just, I don't see United as strong as they have been, um, you know, recently these seasons. Um, so I'm just hoping that we, we go out there and absolutely do them dirty because too right, we should do. Um, now we've got these players in that with the areas, you know, the areas that needed amending, we've now got that fixed. So, you know, it, it's just like, we shouldn't really have excuses for this, but it, it is their first game. And I think we should all also note that we shouldn't judge too quickly because I feel like Spurs yeah. fans, we, we have a habit of that. You know, guys like Pedro Porro, we, we judge him very quickly and look at him. He's been absolutely brilliant. Um, so it, it's that, but I just, I just really feel like United, they, their, their play at the moment is just terrible. Um, and that's why I really hope that we do go and beat them. It's not just in; it's just because that it's just not been great for them uh, this season. And I just really feel like we need to go out there and beat. They, they, they should be easy for us. I, I, don't, I hate to say that. I'm trying to really be careful with my words here because I really yeah. could get slapped in no, the no, face. Listen, but it's um, not a good. It's not a good United side. You're right. It's not a good United side. It's really side. not. Um, and no. I, I want to say that out loud, but it, it's just you know you just yeah. got to be careful. I mean, I rem what was it the, the the last game I remember where we had a really good game against United away was I think it was when Bale scored, and then was it Clint Dempsey? Um, yeah, um, yeah last Tom one. But, That's but, the, yeah, well, listen, that was listen, my. Like, I know it's hard. We, you, know, you forget we had a we had a couple obviously beyond four. Obviously we had the lockdown one the 6-1 well again it, it feels obviously a long time ago now but there is there has been a couple of results against United but you're right Chris in terms of real statement wins up there that one you said about the bow victory obviously Dempsey on the score sheet for Tongan scoring that's one that really stands out Chris the way in which yeah. it was done under AVB and just the, yeah, yeah, the way we played that Spot on. It really was. I it? just yeah, remember this, that uh... run from Bale, and <laughs> yeah. I honestly, Us. it was me and my brother. We were watching it, and the moment that Bale got that ball and he was running, we started screaming like mad. We were like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" And he scores. It was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. No, Joe. You know what it's you know, there's certain games that do stick in your mind, and obviously that United one there at the time. I mean, look, United were a good side then. We've got to say they were a good side, and um, they were under Fergie, I believe, then as well. So look, that was a Spurs side that ultimately went to United, did the job on the day under AVB. There's not been too many. It's been few and far between that we've got results up at United. But, you know, Spurs are a football club that do surprise you again. It's really bizarre, isn't it? When you consider the fact that City have been the harder team than United over the last three, four years. And yet you look at Spurs' record away at City compared to away at United. It really should be the other way around. But Spurs have found it really, really difficult up at United. Um, if I come to you, Tim, in terms of where we are, team news-wise, heading into this one... Now, Anders revealed that Christian Romero has returned to the group training ahead of the game. Um, of course, key player for Spurs, we know how much he's been this season. Andrew opened up his press by saying, from the last game, Ben Davies come up with a hamstring issue. We're probably looking at about a month or so for him. Giovanni Celso similarly as well, though it's harder to diagnose at the moment where he's at. We'll send him for further tests on Monday. So again, with Gio, not looking good at the moment. No definitive date of a return. Uh, Dane Scarlett, he picked up an injury as well in training, so he'll miss out. 
And that's really it in terms of the injuries. Of course, Madison still working his way back, as does Minor Solomon as well, keep working his way back. Um, in regards to where we are, team news and where we are with our players at the moment, you know, Spurs really are in a situation where I would not be surprised, although Andy's really talking it down, Simona. I know you said earlier about Romero, you're not you're not sure. You know what, given the fact he threw Benton Core in there, and I just wonder, do you think, Simone, based on the fact you've you've obviously seen uh, Dragosheen play every minute of Genoa's season so far, would you be surprised if he threw him straight into Old Trafford? Or do you think if there is a chance Romero is fit, he probably opts for Romero with, I would imagine, Mickey van der Ven, following, of course, the fact that he returned to training last week as in a four-week training under his belt. What do you reckon for you? I'm expecting Dragos in Amiki. Amiki. I don't I don't see Bigenj after the last couple of months is gonna be taking other risks. Because of course, in terms of injuries, uh, Spurs have been absolutely destroyed by by the numbers of of, of injuries. Uh, I'm expecting a very, very difficult game, however, uh, from the games that uh, both Jose and Antonio uh, uh, played uh, at Old for because with Antonio, Spurs went there to defend, to sit back, to protect the result. This time I'm expecting a, a, a Spurs side that goes strong and try to win the game. Maybe uh, it could be a risk, Marcus Rashford, the one with one with one against Pedro Porro, because of course we began to got this kind of eye line and United still have got this kind of players that can go for the counter-attacks. So I'm, I'm expecting a, a really, really entertaining game full of goals. Anything, anything can absolutely happen. I'm really sad uh, to see that Gio won't be part of the game because uh, I was uh, reflecting myself. I yeah. don't know which kind of midfield began to replay. I'm expecting Bentancur definitely. I'm expecting yep. Skip. Maybe I'm expecting Deja Kulusevski as number 10. Just like he used to play in December with Brendan Johnson on the right, Timo Werner on the left, and maybe Richie in the middle as a number nine. Because we've got this kind of issue in the midfield. I'm not expecting Pierre Emil Oiberg. Bigenj Postecoglou is not that kind of manager. 43 with uh, Bentancur in the middle of speaker, Skip and Oiberg. I don't think it's going to be that. I think it's going to be 4 2 3 1, attacking minded, and we'll see what's going to happen. Sorry, Ricky, I just got to interrupt because I've got some breaking news. I am speaking to the Spurs song sheet as we speak. So this is from uh, Oh, he's a, person. he's a person, is he? <laughs> he is a person, yeah. He's unknown to many. Um, Kuliseski is a doubt for Man United. Uh, yes. he's a knock I was going to come on to that. It's, we'll it's see quite how it goes. Last word on Spurs, breaking news. Where's the Scottish? There you go. Tim with a breaking news there. Look, that's I think, big. again, that, yeah. that has been a, that's that big, that's a big concern. News. That's big news. That is big news. I mean, he hasn't been pitching any of the uh, training photos, Decky. But look, again, it's, it's really hard. I mean, you don't want to obviously worry um, the thousands, the millions that listen to the last one of Spurs before, obviously, of course, Sunday. But yeah, unsure on what's happening with Decky at the moment. Wasn't pictured in any of the training photos, but Ange didn't confirm in his presser that there was a doubt on Dian Kulisevsky. But what I would say on Ange is that he has been in the last few presses especially, and mm. um, very reluctant to give out any information. I think that's one thing we're now seeing with Ange. You know, we had the surprise of Bentancourt. We had the surprise of Sessignon. We had the surprise of Romero also. And I, I, don't, I don't know really whether Ange would have divulged on Romero had we not seen that little snippet, which I believe was like an Instagram story 
of um, Romero in the background with um, Porro. They were doing some kind of Chris. What were they doing? You're laughing. Can you remember what it was? It was doing some kind of like the videos were changing like an animal, some kind of animal app. Uh, I don't know what it was. They were. They, it's the face um, app thing, isn't it? Where they change yeah. their faces. Um, yeah. They were just mucking around. I thought, wasn't it? Madison that was recorded. Oh, sorry, it. Madison. It was Madison. Yeah, was I, I, Madison? I, I, you know, I, don't, I don't think Andy's too happy about that. The reason why I said that is, you know, I think he's been very, very careful with the Spurs social exec staff that are snapping away the pictures to try and avoid any of the likes of, obviously, Bentancourt. We didn't know until Bentancourt played last week he would even be in the squad. And the same with Sessegnon. So, um, again, would Andy really divulge that about Romero? I'm not sure. The same with Madison. I'm not sure either. Paul O'Keefe, obviously a legend. Paul O'Keefe does give us the little ITK here and there about what's happening in the training. But um, I think Decky would be a huge, huge miss for Sunday. I think we can't get away from the fact that, I think like you said, Simone, a lot of the great things Spurs do, do go forward and do go through Decky. But um, listen, to quote Lee McQueen and, you know, Maka, I spoke to Maka earlier, he's adamant. He thinks Madison will be in and around the squad for this game. And again, look, nothing would surprise me with Spurs. And Angie's one that we know is a man that does like to, you know, take a risk, play the ball. If there's a chance a player might be fit, you never know. And Tim, can I just say this now to you, mate, before I let this escape my mind? I'm never one to recommend songs to you ever. I don't think I've ever done this, but um, someone put up that Shoot. song, End of the, you know, End of the Dragon. We've got to do something with Dragon Sheen on that. You know, <laughs> do you really like it? Do you really? Just, I'm sorry, right, that's just coming to my head. If I, if I don't tell you, that will then be with me forever. That like, I did not tell Timmy Winston that that could be an absolute chance. Mate, I've, I've got, I've, I've got, I've got a stranger in the that. So me and expression. Me and Expressions have a little bit about it on Twitter. See, he, want, he wants to feature one of our songs. So, I mean, that just that was just that's a Cisco song. So, about yeah, I, I don't know. I, I chat to him offline, but uh, that, if we can that make that happen, is that broadcastable after hours? That's going to be a night. That's I, I, be an possibly not. Yeah, that's that's definitely post watershed. Um, yeah, I definitely. That what you're saying you. about um, so, 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 based on what you're saying, and I, I, I know you know, Ali Gold, friend of the show, and all that. Um, so, I listened to his um, his YouTube video the other night, and you're bang on. So, so and just in the last few months, he's been completely coy about like player injuries, the mm. Bentacore thing. Yeah. So that says to me, it worries me about Kulu, but then it also gives me a bit of hope about your Van der Vens and your Madison, like you just pointed out. So there's every chance if you might not have a Kulu, we might have a Madison and it's just all been kept under wraps. So you've got to sort of see both, both sides of it. But um, yeah, that he'd it, be such a massive miss. He's such a workhorse, Kudaseski, one of my yeah. favourite players of the season. Bar, bar Poro and Vicario, he's my favourite player of the yeah. season. But, um, I don't, they you know what's interesting? That many maybe. are picking up on the fact that um, with Ange, that there is a concern over the amount of hamstring injuries Spurs have picked up. And again, he was asked that in his press earlier today. And he said, that, what do you put it down to? Is it bad luck? He said, look, no, I think I spoke about that before. It's part of the game we have for the guys. It's a big physical output, but we haven't been able to, because of the circumstances, rotate the squad too much. Probably Ben Davis is that classic example where playing a lot and we haven't been able to rotate him out. It's just a consequence of the way we play and the way we train. At the same time, when we get a bit more of a robust and deeper squad, will be able to overcome it. He was asked, would he think about tweaking things in training? He said, no, how we play and how we train is why we are where we are. And Ange, absolutely very, very strong on the point. This man ain't changing for nobody. So look, the players got to get used to it. It's going to be a very, very, well, I think very, very exciting time ahead. And again, we make the point that, look, uh, for the players, it's a challenge. I think you mentioned it earlier, Simone. I do have reservations for Giovanni Lacelso's long-term career at Spurs because, um, look, I think he has had a good uplift in the last few weeks or so. But um, you can't have a player, Simone, if you agree with me here, you can't have a player that can't play twice a week and you can't have a player that 
if Spurs are going to get into some form of European football, Simone, it's going to be difficult to keep a player like that that just can't stay fit and, you know, really be injury-free, right? Yeah, yeah. I've got... I've many friends here in Rome, guys, that are absolutely fun of uh, the Jose Mourinho side. They've got the same problem with one of the biggest Argentinian stars here in Italy, like Paolo Dybala. Paolo Dybala, for example, is another player that suffers a lot of injuries. He, can, he cannot absolutely play twice a week. So uh, the problem for Gio is that. And Gio, in these two, two months, from December to January, really had the opportunity to establish himself, to try to prove himself once again, uh, without James Madison. Uh, and he did well, because he scored at the 80, he scored an incredible goal against Villa in the game that Spurs lost uh, 2-1 at home against, uh, against Aston Villa. Uh, but uh, every two weeks, every three weeks, he suffered another blow. And this is chronic. This is chronic in his career. He can be a good squad player, but of course, in terms of, uh, just like you, you were saying, uh, Ricky, in terms of uh, long time career at Tottenham equals struggle. Yeah, and I, you know what, I, again, I don't want to, again, bring down the mood here because I'll be honest with you, you know, I do genuinely feel there's a player in there, but the concern is that ultimately, if he can't stay fit, that is a big, big, big problem for Spurs. It is. I mean, look, as we look to close this one and we get predictions, so man, before I do, it has been a great start to the window. Do you think Spurs might sneak in a midfielder? Do you think that might be tricky? What do you, what do you personally feel? You normally got good judgment and eye for characters. What do you think? Me? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I will go for, for trying to, to find someone that can, can play between the lines. Because for me, Bentancur, Oiberger, Skip in a midfield of three are not good enough, are not good to play all together in 4-3-3 system away at Old Trafford. So I will try to manage to do something something else. We'll see what uh, what uh, Big Engine will, will do. Yeah, listen, I hope the man is still cooking. <laughs> um, in relation to United, they are welcoming back six players from injury against Spurs at the weekend. Uh, Eric Ten Hag has suggested Luke Shaw, Lissandro Martinez, Casemiro, Christian Eriksen, Anthony and Ahmad were all in contention to return to the matchday squad. They've had a, quite a good turn of events there. Obviously, six players set to return to the squad. And at a time where United arguably do need them the most, I think it's fair to say there's a lot wrong with Manchester United. Obviously, we're not last world, I suppose, on Man United, so we haven't got to worry about that. But ultimately, look, I think there's still an opportunity for Spurs to go there this weekend, put a performance in and get a positive result. I know these are the kind of games that we absolutely hate to predict. And I think Chris Blesser is still tainted by the Chelsea preview. <laughs> that everybody went hard on that shot. I was the only one sitting there thinking, oh, guys, please, it's Chelsea, right? Play the, you know, we play, we play, always play the name, not the team. Honesty now, honesty, honesty. We'll start with Tim. Timmy, my man. Timmy Winstone. We've had amazing songs yes. all night, my man. You're playing us out as well. Gut feeling. United on Sunday. What are we going for? Well, or I've got to say, so after that list, I didn't know that. Dr. Tottenham. Dr. Tottenham's back, isn't it? So six players come back for us. Are you joking me? Um, I, I think we'll win 3-1, mate. I think I do. And again, I am not optimism, optimism personified, I guess. But um, I just think the feeling behind the club. I mean, yeah, we've got these wins under our belt where with the squad, but again, we've just not changed our style of football, which I really respect. Um even though it's been kamikaze sometimes, isn't it? And uh, yeah, I've been a lot of the games recently. It's just been all over the shop. But um, 
I, I think it'll be. I think we'll win. I think the the, the good feeling, the vibes of of, of the new signings. Hopefully, Werner will come on, and I, I just love it if he scored, just to put some Chelsea minds, uh, you know, put some Chelsea fans down a little bit. Um, I think three one. I think we'll win three one. I, I just don't think we'll change. I think we might even go one nil down. I just think we'll go for it, and um, they won't be able to handle us. So hopefully, mate. Thank you so much, Tim. Thank you so much, my friend. Thanks for having Keep us on, Keep up mate. the wonderful it. hard work that you guys are doing over there. Mate, it is not going unnoticed, honestly. You guys are just... Keep your ideas. Mach- Keep your ideas coming. Listen, absolute machines. And Tim, just to give a shout out, I must say again, I have to say that ultimately, if anyone does want to, again, bring songs in and try and obviously uh, bring them to you and make that happen, Tim, do you want to give a quick understanding how can fans quickly do that? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's really simple. So it's either at Tim underscore Winstone. Uh, so our playlist is on YouTube. Uh, there's a SoundCloud link as well. I will um, post them out on my Twitter. So go and have a look. We've got all the songs you've heard today. We just add them to this SoundCloud album. It's all free to stream. We're not, this is not a money-making thing. This is just trying to get songs out there and get them sung in the stadium. Uh, and SoundCloud gives you the rights to do that. So they're not on Spotify because I've had that question before, but they're, but they're on those um, on YouTube and SoundCloud. And then just at Spurs Song Sheet at uh, Tim underscore Winstone on Twitter to D- D- DM us or just just tag us in. Uh, yeah, the, the last two songs, uh, Vern on the dance floor uh, was at Billy T. Uh, I mean, Christina, know you, you know, um, and I can't remember the other guy, yeah. but he's been credited on it. Any fan that writes any song in will always get credited by us um, because you know the, the the ideas that come in are just some of them are absolutely bonkers. As you'll hear from the last song, Venger Boys being sung in the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, it did happen, and there were people dancing. And it went on for three minutes. So we did the short version today. Um, but yeah, just, just get them to us. Again, it's some of it's about getting them sung in the ground. Some of it's just about the good vibes. You mentioned before, you know, music and football just go together so well. So keep yeah. the ideas I'm coming I'm still in. waiting for that Elvis Don't... Presley one, Tim. I know, still Chris. I, I think about it. Uh, the only thing going through my mind is that always on my mind. It's just not going to work, is it, that? So we'll have, we have to think. We'll chat a fly. We'll chat a fly. We'll, we'll, we'll sort it. Yeah. We'll, we'll sort it. Tim, <laughs> my man. I've got to say, again, so much genuine love for you, mate. I've just, got to say. just before I finish, oh. right? So yeah, I've got a, love for you, a lot of love for you, mate. You've had us on the show m- multiple times, and the work you put in on this show, it, it just—I got a two and a half year old who's going absolutely nuts. My baby mother, so I have to go in a minute. Um, the, the amount of work you make, you do, you put in is just crazy, and the amount of people that I speak to, that's like, you know, Ricky Sachs. It's like I'm a, I'm a celebrity's mate, mate. So so I really appreciate you supporting us and and everything. It, 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 again, that doesn't go unnoticed. And it, if you don't subscribe, subscribe to the Last Word on Spurs. It's the best show on the internet. There you go. Bless you, my man. Thank you so much, mate, for the love. <laughs> Likewise, mate, send you loads of love back, mate. Always a pleasure to have you on. And again, lots of love for you, mate, on this one. Keep up the wonderful work. You boys are like machines. Thanks, guys. Honestly, incredible. Chris, thank you so much. You've been like clockwork with us recently. We can't thank you enough. Lots of love out there, Chris. Isn't there at the moment. I've got to say, I think the same as you. This week, I've just been overwhelmed with so many Spurs fans <laughs> demanding the fact another show, another show, another show. It's been um, it's been amazing, right? And again, the mood right now around the club and just around the fan base that I just hope it could be like this forever because um, when it is like this, this club is so special. When I say it all the time that with Spurs fans, that when we're all together, so much more can be achieved. And I know again, we're excited, Chris, for the games we've got coming up. Lots and lots and lots of uh, late night kickoffs that are going to be really feisty, really tasty inside that Spurs stadium. And this is where, Chris, I'm sorry, I've got to get a prediction out of you now. I'm so sorry. Oh, man. I've, li- I've Honestly, I know I've been on this for, I feel like, is this my third show this week? Is it now? It must be like three it, years, isn't it? It, feel, it? Honestly, it feels like it's been going for ages. But yeah, it's just, yeah. I know you guys must be getting fed up of seeing me. But honestly, because of the how positive it is at the mm-hmm. moment, it's been so enjoyable 
coming on here and talking to you guys because it's just it's just so nice to be speaking so positively about our own club that we all support and even looking at you guys in the comments as well you guys have been absolutely hilarious but also like I've received so many messages uh recently as well like really really nice stuff so thank you so much because honestly like I'm just a normal Spurs fan just like all the rest of all of us you know so it's just really great to just hearing from all of us you know all together it's all good um this is the part where I do hate on this show you've delayed it you've delayed it mate you've delayed it for so long come on what's the prediction I honestly hate this part because I feel like I've cursed this forever from that bloody Chelsea show um I'm I'm gonna go for a 2-1 to Tottenham um (laughs) yeah exactly what exactly (laughs) <laughs> what, 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 what that noise is that's the sound of what's coming out on, on Sunday is, is, it? is that like, like you know, they, they do the, the World Cup predictions and they get the thing to sort of like decide what the yeah. draw is like that, is that that's, yeah. that's an omen Chris that's 2-1 there we that's go that was it No, I don't have to say any, anything anymore so there we go <laughs> Chris thank you so much we're going to see much more of you bless you thank you so much again for thank another you. amazing show Simone my man we're going to close it off with you on this last one on Spurs mate look we're looking forward to having you back on for a deadline day. I tell you what, we've got so much fun coming on these shows coming up. I tell you what, it is a really, really, really exciting time right now to be a Spurs fan. You know what? It's not often I see the amount of love that pours in on comments. And bear in mind the day in which we're recording just before the United game, there's a real, real belief and hype around this Spurs team. See my, my man, Sunday, Old Trafford, not always a happy hunting ground for Spurs. What do you think, uh, man? What do you go for? For them, it's a game of dead leaves because they this could be the, the, their turning point of the season. So I'm expecting uh, an incredible game, free free. I will go for free free. This is my 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 idea. So let's free, see what's okay. going okay. to happen. Game full of goals. Simone playing it safe. That's the first time Simone's played it safe. Suspicious really, last one Spurs. He's gone out well. I tell you what, mate. Thank you so much, Simone. And reminder, mate, where can everybody check out for what you do, Simone? You do a lot during this window. I know, again, it's a busy, busy time of year for you, mate. So thank you for coming on. Where can everybody find the wonderful work you do, Simone? Yeah, always on Instagram with my Simone Deluamo 21. Also, Football Station Official. That is my website. Oh, mate, thank you so much. Many stand here. Bradley, bless him. Keep us going for another hour. We could, I tell you what. There's so much fun we could do. You could do so much on Spurs right now. It's an absolute joy to be doing these shows. It really, really is. But look, from the wonderful Simone Delomo, from Christina Zandes, from myself, from Timmy Winstone over at Spurs Songsheets, we've been the last word on Spurs and playing us out is the man, Timmy Winston over at Spurs Songsheets. Guys, thank you so much for all your incredible support, not just for this show, but throughout what's been an amazing last, I would want to say last four or five days. It's been a great feeling as a Spurs fan. The message, I'm sure, to the hierarchy, don't let this just be the start. Please continue. Please back the manager. Please back the players. Please, as supporters, make us feel like this all the time because it's an incredible feeling that we're feeling. Come on, let's go to Old Trafford. Get the three points. We'll be back after that. Hearing us out, singing us out is the wonderful Timmy Winstone. Guys, as always, thank you so much for your support. And as always, come on, you Spurs. Man Dragon Sheen could have gone to Germany, but came to Spurs when Ange made a call. Man Dragon Sheen, a Romanian machine. He's strong, he's fast, and he's good on the ball. Man 
of Germany But came to Spurs when Ange made a call Brand new Dragon Sheen, a Romanian machine He's strong, he's fast and he's good on the Podcast Network.